Ho ho! What's up, everybody? We are with, uh, we are back for another episode of Teed Up. One of my favorite people on the planet is the guest tonight. A golfer, the guy can hit bombs. Big bombs. You know, putts for uh, putts for dough, and also uh, drives some race cars too. But uh, without further ado, you're looking at race car driver Sage Karam. Also, PXG athlete. Can't forget that. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have worn my PXG visor. You gave. Oh, me. dude, yeah, no, man, that's all right. Yeah. That'd have been dope. But dude, thanks for coming on. Uh, hang with us for a little bit. You are kind of in the middle of race season, so getting some time to chat is always, it's always a plus. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been weird times in general right now. Just. You know, race season kind of just starting for us, which is weird. You know, it should have been started, you know, three or four months ago. But with uh, the times being tough right now, it's been busy, you know. So actually, they're in Iowa right now. Our good buddy Marco's there racing. They're going to qualify in about an hour. So cool. that should be interesting. Should be fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, getting ready to go. Indy 500 will be in August this year. So that's strange. You know, used to doing that all in May, but August twenty yeah. third is my next one for that. So yeah, you're 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 running in it for for anybody that doesn't know. You will be at the Indy five hundred. You've you've been you've start how many starts in Indy, in the the last four Indies, five Indies? I think six. Six, dude, you're getting old, bro. I know, man. It's uh, it's catching up, but uh, yeah, I think it's my sixth or I've done six. This will be my seventh. Um, I'll be a dry and Reinbold racing again. You know, they I've been with them. This will be my sixth time with them. I've only done it one other time. Um, you know, not in one of their cars. I was Chip Ganassi racing in 15. So yeah, back in the 24 Wix filters car should be fun. Awesome. Awesome. And beginning at the beginning of the quarantine, you guys are doing some eye racing stuff. You had a lot of success. You've been on the simulator a lot. That's kind of like one of your favorite hobbies, right? Other than Maybe other than golf, right? Is it, what, what do you like better, the sim or golf? Um, I mean, uh, it's, it's a toss-up. I mean, I like doing, like, all the cool events on the sim. Um, like, when we can get, you know, when we do, like, simulated race runs of, like, Daytona 24-hour or the Sebring 12-hour, and we do those big events, those are a lot of fun to do. But just day-to-day, -day, like, I love to get out of the house and go golf for sure. But um, I've been sim racing for a long time, since, like, 2007. So, um you know, not, not being full time, I've been doing a lot of sim racing, um, just staying sharp. So when the opportunity came up that we were going to be doing it, um, you know, it, it, it kind of played into my favor and, you know, we won the opening race with that. So it was a good time, you know, it was a lot of fun. And, and, um, my phone was just ringing off the hook from all the drivers, <laughs> just trying to get their sim set up. Everybody was like buying sims and yeah. didn't really know what to do. So I was like the most popular guy. I had, I had a lot of friends. It felt like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You're, you're, a, you know, a well-liked guy, not only in racing, but everywhere. But yeah. So for somebody that doesn't really maybe understand how similar is a sim race to an actual IndyCar? I mean, it's got the majority of the stuff is, is pretty good, you know, and then you're doing strategies and stuff like that, that are pretty spot on with what you would do in real life. Um, but then it's like the little details I think that get lost. Um, you know, like you don't really feel the car um, as much as you would in real life. You know, you, you gotta, you know, you feel all these little details in, in real life, you know, through your hands, you know, through your butt, you know, when the car's bottoming and stuff like that. So you feel all those little details that you don't feel on the sim. 
And yeah. it's almost like you need a really, you know, a much bigger detail in the sim to happen um, yeah, yeah. before you get that feeling. Um, yeah, you, you, you won the first race and you had, you had success. And like you said, you'll be back in the seat, uh, in August for the Indy 500. But in the meantime, you know, golf has something that you've picked up not too long ago, right? You haven't been, you, you grew up, you, you wrestled growing up. You weren't like on the golf team. What made you, uh, pick up the sport and what got, and uh, knowing you, I know you got, you, you caught the bug pretty hard. So, you know, what do you credit that to? Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, like you said. I did all these other sports in high school: football, racing, wrestling. I did all that, and I wish I played golf in high school. Like now, it's like I played so much, and I'm just like, why didn't I start this earlier? Like my dad always, when I was growing up, was like, you should play golf, and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, dad, that's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> I got, you know, I want to play football and stuff. And um, now it's like I wish I played golf. Um, but mostly, you know, I think the reason I I started doing it is just because of like you meet so many people on the golf course and, and, you know, a lot of deals get done with sponsors and stuff. And, um, there's just a lot of opportunity and, and golf and knowing how to do it. You know, I, I know how to do it, but I just don't really do it well. You know, I, I, I'm okay. You know, I mean, I, as you know, we've done, we've done an event together. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I can hit a, a few straight, but mostly not. So, um, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun and it's just something for me to do, get out of the house and, and, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. Have you, um, have you play, been playing a lot? Um, I was, and then I, t I took off cause I had to do the race out in Indy, um, the road course race did that. Um, and now it's just been like so hot. I, I, I just, I don't know. Like I've, I've been working out and stuff and I'm just like exhausted after my workouts. I haven't gotten out, but I'm going out this weekend, um, on Sunday. So I'll go play again. But, um, and when I was out in India, I actually took my clubs with me and I played out there. So hopefully in August, you know, like the golf courses will still be open in, in Indy. Yeah. Um, I'll take my clubs out there with me and can go play like after practice sessions and stuff. Have you ever played the course on the, in, in the 85, like on the race grounds? Yeah, it's hard. It's, um, I think they have like a women's championship there or something every year. Um, a pretty big tournament. Um, so it's nice. It's really, really nice. And it's, it's well-maintained. And, um, you know, I feel for like me and, you know, drivers that play, it, you know, it's like more special playing when you're in the speedway and it, you know, it's pretty cool, but, um, yeah, I've played it. It's, it's pretty hard. I, I don't think I shot well. I think I've only played it one time. Um, but hopefully I can play it some more this August. How do you stack up with, I don't, some of the other drivers, I know Graham Rahal golfs, right? I don't know who all does. Yeah, I think do you... Graham's really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else golfs. I, I haven't gotten out with, with many of them. Um, I think Chilton, maybe. I think he golfs a little bit. I mean, Marco has golf holes at his house and doesn't golf. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah we got to I don't think he likes, likes it too much. I think it's too slow. Too slow play, yeah. No, I, I could see that. It, it's definitely a way different pace than what we're used to, obviously. It's, um, you know, but I enjoy it. Is, do you like that for that reason? Is it a way to, for like, just for you to wind down yeah, a little? To, like relax and stuff, you know? I mean, like, I feel like all the time when you're racing, it's just like everything's going at 230 miles an hour. And, you know, you, even your mind and everything is just like spinning, making decisions so fast and golf. It's like the complete opposite. You just can relax, have a beer. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> have some fun. You, you, I, I played with you, so I know you hit the ball far. Would that be your probably your biggest strength in your game is 
No, the driver, like off the tee? Well, when I hit it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't go very far. But if I can hit it well, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it can go pretty good. So I've been trying to, like, learn the short game stuff. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I It's just so hard. It's so technical. And it's just, like, the thing – cool. well, I don't know if it's cool or the, the, the weird thing about golf is just, like, you could hit one shot and then line up, hit a, hit a ball again from the same spot. And one be the best shot of your life and one not be. And you don't feel like you changed a single thing. Like right, it's right. A millimeters, you know? So, um, yeah, definitely strange. But, you know, I've been on the Bryson DeChambeau diet here recently <laughs> in quarantine. So hopefully I'll be hitting some like 400 yard bombs. Yeah, dude, that isn't, that is, it's just like, I don't even know what really to say about dude, that. He's right? hitting like long drive, yeah. like championship numbers in like like actual play yeah he's got like wedges he's got like half a wedge into like a 480 yard par four it's like how do you and then but also like he did win but you should be like winning everything like there should <laughs> yeah. be nobody within eight shots of you but no, you know yeah. it, it just shows you how important you know the short game short it's game is thing man like how beefy he got and just how he just tanks it man does that racing, you know, you always try to like, I've, I've done a couple of these episodes uh, and I'd always try to like, if I'm not talking to somebody that's go a golfer, like either like trying to pursue golf as a career, they do something else. But I always try to relate what that person's expertise is to, with golf uh, racing, though, you mentioned how one shot can also bring you back. Like that's like you, you hit that one pure iron shot or one great shot that's the shot that'll bring you back to play again. Racing, it's kind of like, feels like a little different. You have to keep, you know, you have to be good the whole time. You can't take any shots off, really, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's just like no time to relax either in racing. It's just like the, all decisions you, you got to make got to be perfect. Um, you know, I, I think like what people don't understand is like we are literally driving on the absolute edge every lap. Like, I mean, yeah. it's like, there's really like, it's not really like you're ever out there just cruising around. And if you are, it's because you have some sort of issue and you're really not even, you're probably not on the lead lap or whatever. But I mean, when you're on the lead lap and you're battling cars, I mean, you are constantly on edge. So yeah, it's completely different. Um, the two sports. Um, yeah. Cause you're in golf. You're only hit, like the, the time you spend actually golfing, like playing the shot is like, a fraction of the day that you're out yeah. there, right? Like the swing takes what five seconds, you know, at most. So you do that. Hopefully you do that no more than 72 times, you know? So yeah, man, I do a lot more than that, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in a race car, you, you, there's no second where you're just, you know, walk into the next ball. Yeah. No, so. it's, uh, I think the only time you ever get a breather is like down pit lane. And even when you're like, coming down the pit lane to like come to the pits and stuff. You're still like either having to like, we like reset your weight jackers and bars and, and you know, you're, you're still not fully relaxed. I mean, you're definitely relaxed to like full race running, but you're not fully totally relaxed. Um, and then now like, you know, they've added these aero screens to the cars um, that have just made it so hot. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's got to be 130 degrees inside the cockpit and yeah i mean it's it's pretty crazy i mean like my, our one buddy um actually weighed himself before and after um 
the race at NDGP, which is just like an hour and a half road course race. And you, and, uh, uh, Connor Daly is, is who I'm talking about. And he lost 12 pounds in that race of water, like, so just sweat. It's yeah. It's just, it's excruciating. It's just so it's like how I can describe it is like being in your streetcar or something with the ignition off and just sitting in like a parking lot on a day like today, you know, just like 90 degrees out and just sitting there with no air running through the car, nothing like that's so how do you, how are you guys getting cooled off or are you just not? You're not. <laughs> yeah. I mean like even the water is like boiling. Like, you know, we get, we have water in the car and it's so hot. Like they're, they're trying different things now and like experimenting with different places to like put the water bag and stuff. But when we we had it in um, in DGP, I mean, they had it basically sitting right behind the radiator, so it was like legitimately boiling, and um, it would like burn as you drink it. Yeah, so yeah. It's not even like like it doesn't help. You it know, doesn't quench your thirst if you have to drink boiling water. Yeah, no, so it's um, you're just straight sweat and hot for green to checkers. <laughs> that kind of it reminds me. We did. You mentioned the we played in a. Uh, a golf tournament together that day it was the opposite you, i don't know it was like oh it was rain like rain cold it was like it was like sleeting <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't help our golf game either uh you know i don't think it well we're, we were drinking those um those like warm cider things yeah 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 we literally had to get warm apple cider to, to keep us <laughs> so weird <laughs> do you uh, do you watch a lot of pga tour stuff are you are you can you watch golf is that yeah is that I, I like watching it and you know i know they got the tournament going on right now i was hoping you know tiger was going to be a bit stronger but you know it's not looking like he's going to be winning this one by any means but um yeah i'm pulling for him to get the you know he wants to get that that next win so yeah 83 uh is that your guy is Tiger your guy? You, I mean, you can't not, you know, like, like root for him. You know, I, I obviously I think he's just good for the sport. Like if Tiger's doing well, then golf's doing well. Right. Um, when Tiger wasn't like in the mix at all or whatever, it was just kind of like you felt like it, it would be like Mercedes pulling out of Formula One. It just wouldn't look right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like him. I'm like a Kepka fan. I like Kepka just because I think he's like kind of like. He goes out and plays, and if he plays good, then he plays good. If he doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't really make excuses. And I also think like he doesn't like um like like he, I, I've heard him say before like he doesn't like play all the time and stuff. Like he yeah. plays a lot like in the you know for matches and stuff, and that's like what you see. Like he doesn't really practice a lot. He's just <laughs> naturally good at it. Which yeah, is yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, Brooks Kepia is like, and all these guys like D D Dustin Johnson. Even Rory, they're like Johnson just had a big win, like you know, because he's yeah. coming off of like not really doing all that hot like the last year or so. So that was good to see him like figure it out a little bit. Have you ever been out to a event in, in person? Have you seen a PGA Tour event in person? Um, I went out to like a practice day in um, what's the Bartistrol or whatever? Yeah, yep, Bartistrol. Yeah, Bar yeah I, I went there for like a practice day and watched some of the guys. Um, yeah, there was like a company I was uh, that was like sponsoring me or whatever, and they had like a suite. So they said, "Hey, if you're around," and and I actually had to be out of town when the event was actually going on. So I was like, "All right, I'll come out for a practice day." So I was able to like see those guys go through some rounds and stuff, which was really cool. But yeah. I've never been to like um, 
you know, when, when it's, it's full bore, you know, and they're going for it. That's actually a cool, especially for like a fellow professional athlete, you can go see the preparation cause you know what preparation has to go in for your race week. Right. And you know, all the time. So, uh, seeing people do that in a sport that you're familiar with as like, can, can you learn from that? Is there anything you could take from it? Like, like golf wise? Uh, just or just preparation wise. Like do you do you do you notice that these that the practice round you saw these guys were like doing more or less preparation than you would have expected? No, I think they were doing more than what I thought. You know, I mean it was multiple shots they would do sometimes, like, you know, it I mean that's the stuff you don't really see. Like you see like on TV, like them going out playing, doing well or whatever, and you're just like amazed. But then I think like a lot of people just don't really get actually how much these guys put into it and, and we'll do the same shot just over and over and over until they feel like it's perfected. Um, you know, it, it and there's definitely gotta be a science to it too. Right. Without like, yeah. like you don't want to like do too much and be yeah. tired or whatever, be sore for the next day. Like, so I'm sure there's like a full science like I, that I don't know about or whatever, but um, like, I'm sure like each guy has their own preparation thing. Like even like in driving too, it's like, it comes down to like what you eat the day before, what you're eating the day of. Um, and now it's like this whole thing of it being so hot, like just having to hydrate properly and everything. It's, yeah. there's definitely a lot that goes into it that, you know, you don't really get to see. Right. People, you know, people that are race fans and a lot of them understand that like there's things that go into it, but you know, the, the, the person that just a casual race fan they might just think it's just some you guys just jumping in a car and and driving it as fast as you can. They don't like they're set up. You know, you guys, you know, practice like all weekend, right? Yeah, to get the car fine tuned. Yeah, I mean, and, and but I mean, even just with like hydrating, hydrating and and everything like that, all starts like a week in advance. You know, just like I'll be like pounding a Pedialyte every day or whatever, like just getting fluids in you, and then you know, you, you get to the track, make sure you intake everything proper. And I actually, and then like the race before the race day, like the right before race, uh, like the night before I like to eat something like greasy and just like fill me up like a big burger or something. And yeah, and that feels good. Cause then I, I hate like going to the track the next day or whatever, feeling hungry. Like, I like yeah, to yeah. Like, There's gotta be probably no worse feeling than being hungry halfway through a extremely physical, hot. Yeah. IndyCar race. Yeah, no, it's, I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's like, you, you can get hungry and stuff. I mean, if anything, we were just so thirsty. And then when the water's just boiling, I mean, it was literally, I kid you not. So like we have these, um, um, like camelback bags or whatever. And then that runs a hose all the way up through the helmet. And then there's like a bite, not like, you know, like the bite nozzle thing. So it just isn't just like a regular hose. So you have to like bite it and then the hole opens up and then, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it was literally the point where the water was so hot that like it would just like burst out like a geyser out of this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, and it was just like all over the inside of my helmet and everything. I'm like, Holy cow. Like what's going on? It burns. Like it's so Yeah. Bad. Yeah. That's wild. Um, did you, so you grow, you grew up in Nazareth. Uh, and like you said, you wrestled, you played football. Um, what, what got you into racing and who did you look up to in professional sports that inspired you? Cause I mean, let's be honest, getting to the level you're at is not 
easy. Like a lot, like it doesn't happen. It's it's rare. Mm-hmm. How did you make it happen? Well, I mean, as you know, um, the Andretti's is a big name in racing and a big name in the Lehigh Valley. Um, you know, so I was fortunate enough to grow up around them. Um, my dad was Michael's fitness trainer when he was racing full time. I became good friends with Marco, um, you know, cause we'd go up and go kart every weekend together. So, you know, kind of just being around them, um, got me involved. And, you know, when you're a little kid, you, you now Marco's house, but when it was Michael's, you know, like when you're a little kid, you roll up in there and you see like all these awesome cars and trophies and the big house and, you know, gorgeous wife, <laughs> you're like, man, you know, uh, professional race car driver looks all right. You know, so, yeah. you know, like I, it started at a young age for me. Like, I think I was going up to the Andretti's house when I was like four years old. So like, um, it was always just like an aspiration of just like wanting to get to that, that level. And they played a big part, you know, helping me get through like the early ranks of, of carding and stuff. And, um, you know, my dad's a school teacher, mom's a nurse, didn't really have the funding to do it totally proper. Um, so the Andretti's really got me helped out and, and started with it. Um, and then, you know, started doing well in that, went to cars. Um, and again, um, Michael Andretti made a USF 2000 team. Um, and I won the championship in that and star Mazda with him as well. Um, and then went to Indy lights and then I actually had a team switch um, they already had their drivers filled for Indy Lights, and I had to go up to Indy Lights that year. So I actually went to Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports and um, won the championship that year. So then senior year of high school is when I made my professional debut of uh, Indy 500. Yep. Um, 2014. Yeah, 2014. Started 31st, got ninth, and that was the best finish I've had so far at the 500, which is disappointing, obviously. I, you know, I think we definitely had runs that we could have been better and just had some misfortune, my mistakes, you know, mechanical failures and all that good stuff. But yeah, no, it's a blessing for sure of like making it to this level. Like you said, it's just not a lot of people get to experience it, especially with racing. You know, like it's a very small group of people. Like it's, you know, it's 33 people in the world, you know, Mm -hmm. every year that get to take the green at Indy, which is, you know, pretty insane. Um, and, you know, I'm just blessed to have done it for six times now, yeah. going seven. Let's let's talk like talk a little bit about the Indy 500. Uh, if people are listening to this that are golf fans, you that's the Indy 500 <clears throat> is is like the marquee event for you guys. It's a marquee event in sports, really. But it's would it, would you say it's it's IndyCar's Masters or U.S. Open? Like yeah, the combination of both. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever your biggest event is in any sport you do, like that's it for us. Um, and it's you know it's the single, um, you know, most populated s- sporting event day in history with over three hundred thousand people in attendance, um, and the millions that that tune in and watch it. I mean, it's insane. Like you win that thing, it changes your life forever. Just like if you if you win the Masters and stuff, um, you know, it changes your life. But um, yeah, it's like what every driver wants to win. And, and the you know, like if you don't win it and you don't do well, you got to wait a full year again before you can do it again. So it's like, it's not like you can just like try and bounce back next week yeah. and do it again. You know, it's a one, one time thing every year and um, it's huge. Um, and yeah, it's, it's pretty insane. Like if, if people haven't been to it, 
before in person. Like they need to go because yeah. it it's uh it's pretty incredible. And like people like will be in awe like when they when yeah, they yeah. It, it's like Even if you're a race fan. Right. No, it's it's it I've never been to Augusta, but I I imagine that's the same feeling as when you walk through the tunnel at you know Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the first time when it's just like you're in a different world. Like there's just hundreds of thousands of people. Everybody's excited. And then there's 33 of you guys, you know, that it's just like, I, I almost, it's like, it seems to me like bullfighting. You know what I mean? Like where the whole show, you're just waiting for these, these guys, these like guys to just strap in and, and go to, go to battle. You know what I mean? Like, and try to tame, the beast, whatever the beast is, whether it's your car or the, or the track. And it's super like impressive. And it's e even more impressive when you know somebody in the seat, it's, it, it takes a whole different meaning to. And so what, I, what I've always been curious of is what's going on between your ears. Like when you wake up that morning or the night before are you sleep in, like, is it another race? How do you, how do you kind of, uh, the magnitude of the event is so big. How do you kind of, you know, keep that in check? Yeah. I mean, I've worked with sports psychologists now since like, I was probably like 13 years old. Um, and it, it, it's part of the preparation, you know, of like not getting too psyched up and, and like, you know, cause it's just unneeded energy wasted and everything like that. Like too much emotional energy is not good. And, um, you know, so like the night before, I'm actually pretty good. Like, like the night before, like I'll, you know, I'll go out to dinner with my family and some sponsors. Um, and then I try and get to bed fairly early just because I know like I might be thinking some things and I might not fall asleep, like in the snap of a finger, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean it, for the most part, I don't feel nervous or anything the night before, so I can, I can sleep pretty good. And then I wake up early um, I don't got a bus, you know, a lot of the drivers have a bus and they stay in the, in the track. So they get the, the luxury of sleeping in. I got a police escort in like super early. And, um, cause I mean, if you don't like you're outside waiting for hours in the line to get in the speedway. So, um, I have to get a police escort in and that's at like six or seven in the morning. You can't just let you in like, yo, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta I drive. Tried. People get pissed. <laughs> Yo, I, let me in. I gotta do this thing. <laughs> I'm like, putting the show yeah. on for you. <laughs> yeah, like I gotta, I, I'll be, I gotta get right. My that's my face right up there. Yeah, no, but it, it's good. I, I don't really get nervous until um, like right after driver intros, where it's like, okay, you know, this is this is real. You know, this is about to go down, and and you're going through the checklist of, of, um, all the pre-race festivities and stuff like that. And that's when it gets like pretty nerve wracking for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean like, and then once you strap in and, and, you know, you, you, uh, you know, give your last kind of hugs to everybody or whatever you, you know, and the engine starts, I think all the nerves kind of just go away. And then when you're driving around, you take like those like two or three warm up laps you got. And, um, it's cool to just like look around and just see like, all these people like can you hear the people no you can't hear them but um because the, the engines are like right behind us and it's it's pretty loud but um you just see them you know and it's just like 
Like you, you just are kind of just taking it in. You look left, you look right. Like, I mean, it's just everywhere you look, there's nowhere you can see that you could like stand or sit or whatever, you know? And it's just, it's, it's, it's America, man. Like it's, it's so yeah. cool. It's, and it, you know, we'll let you out. You gotta get, you gotta go soon, but um, in a golf event or any other sport as the athlete, the athlete competing can feed off the crowd. You, you hear you, somebody makes a, a shot or, you know, catches a touchdown. You can hear the roar of the crowd and that kind of ke- keeps you motivated as the athlete. How do you stay in that red zone of like competitive energy when the crowd isn't able, you're not able to like hear the roars and stuff. Yeah. I mean, literally the only thing I can hear is like the people talking to me, like in, in the, um, you know, in my headset. And it's just like, they know, like I, I've, it, the good thing is I've worked with the same guys for so long. It's like, they know what to say, what not to say, like what I, I do well with, like, do we try and pump them up? Like, you know, do we, it's like a caddy, huh? It's like a caddy. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, I mean, like, that's what it is. I mean, you're just, you're not hearing, you know, thousands of people every time like you do, like if you hit a great shot, you know, but like for us, it's like, if you do something well, you know, you got the guy in your ear that's like, Hey, you're doing well. Like keep going. It's like positive reinforcement stuff. Um, but racing is just one of those sports too, where it's just like, you just got to try and stay calm. And, um, if you get too excited or you get too like amped up or whatever, then you usually like screw up or whatever. Um, but I think like one of the cool similarities with golf and racing is just like, you know, the, the 500 is 500 miles. It's long. Golf is 18 holes, you know, in, in, in a day and they got, you know, what, four rounds or whatever. So, um, you know, you, you can't screw up. I mean, it's just like, like if, uh, these guys have one or two bad holes, they're done, you know? Yeah. And it's like the same thing with, 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 uh, racing. It's just like you make one mistake and that 230 miles an hour it's just boom you're done so um, yeah it's it's cool you know like how you can kind of like see the correlation with that even though they're totally different sports right right and i think racing and golf at least immediately there's always a decision of risk reward like you know you're you're deciding if you're going to pass somebody well is this the right time to do it does that open me up to you know thing like or should i wait golf is the same thing do you do you go for it do you do you kind of play conservative yeah, they're, they're I, such mental game, yeah both mm-hmm. of them you know i mean it's just like you can easily i mean like how many times have you gone to like a, a golf course that you've played a bunch of times and you just know that hole that you just absolutely hate yeah and like, <laughs> like you're already gonna fail at that hole because you, you it's engraved in your mind that you dislike it Right, like, right, right. Like seriously, I, I you just gotta like enjoy going up. It's just another hole, like whatever. Yeah. But I mean, right? It's so mental the game, you know. And and it's it's so funny. Like when you like see water and you're thinking, don't hit it in the water, don't hit it in the water. You usually hit it in the water. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny how it works. But, all right, well, I'll let you go. I got a, a couple questions before I let you go. Just fast ones. Just whatever you think first. Well, number one, your favorite course you've played. Uh, Firestone Country Club in, in Akron, Ohio. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Did, what hole do you have any holes that stand out that you loved and ones that you're like, oh man? Um, I got my first, I, I mean, like, so, all right. So, for the viewers, like, I'm not a very good golfer. Like, <laughs> really, I'm not. Like, so, like, coming by pars or birdies, whatever, like, that's, 
that's great for me. Like a par is great for me. But um, so like when I went to that course, like I've never been to a course like that before in my life. So it's quite difficult. Um, so I parred um, nine. So that was like enjoyable. Cause like, you know, I was like, Oh great. I got my first par on a course like this is pretty cool. And then like the one hole that's there that is, um, awesome to play just because of its history or whatever. I think it's 16. Um, it's a par five. Um, but it's like over 600 yards. It's insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's probably the coolest. All right. And, uh, if you weren't a, a race car driver, what would you be? Mm, that's tough. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, cause I, I always just was like, I'm going to be a race car driver. Like you I knew, I, you knew the whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. Like what, what, um, like I never doubted it, I guess. So I never even thought of it. Like what else I would do. I, I mean, um, racing's going to come to an end one day. So I'll, you know, you'll see me on the senior tour in a few. <laughs> That's going to be my next question. You'll be on a champions tour golfer. Um, and before last thing, if somebody is listening that wants to be in your situation, whether it's racing or another thing, you know, what, what advice could you give them, uh, on their way up? Um, you know, that it's okay to, you know, make mistakes and stuff. Like I've made plenty of mistakes, but never make the same mistake twice. Like, it's like, you got to always bounce back, learn from what you made and, uh, keep moving forward with it. Um, you know, everybody that's done it has made thousands of mistakes and mm -hmm. whatever they do. I mean, every golfer's made a bunch of mistakes. Every racer's made a bunch of mistakes. Um, so it's totally fine. Um, and just keep going. Like, you know, there's been so many times where it's just been like, you know, I, I've had a crash, especially in my situation where it's like, I've only been, been part-time of doing like one or two races a year in IndyCar. And if like that one race doesn't go well and you crash, it's like, well, this is not one time I had to show myself and, and, you know, like how I could do. Um, and it was a fail. Um, you know, so like there would have, there were so many times where it was like, I could have just like folded in and whatever, just been mm -hmm. done with it. Um, but you just got to keep going. Um, Cause you know, with the door closes, another one opens, it's all this cliche stuff, you know, of, like, right, right. these things, but they're so true. Right. Um, you know, but I mean, that's been the story of my career is just learn from mistakes and, and never quit. And yeah. Awesome. Well, Sage, thanks for, for, for taking some time. Uh, we're going to get out there on the links soon and uh, you know, yeah, we got to do that uh, eight-inch cup tournament. Yeah, again, man. I That's love the eight-inch cups. I wish every cup was eight inches. Oh, That's yeah. For sure. All right. Well, uh, have a good weekend, man. Thank you. And um, I'll talk to you definitely before Indy, but uh, the viewers, I hope, you know, wish Sage a, a good luck. How can people follow you? Just on your um, – Yeah, Instagram, uh, Sage Karam Official, Twitter, Sage Karam. Um, you know, that's basically – I'm on those every day and – and then, uh, you know, schedule everything that we're doing on my website, sagecarom.com. So cool. And if Sage is, if you see Sage playing behind you out there on the course, speed it up. He's going to, he hits the long ball. Dude, I was just playing at this place in Indy and I, I kid you not, we were on this hole. It was like, it was like a short par four or whatever. It was like only like 310 or whatever, but it was kind of like downhill a little bit. Um, and I missled this thing. And, and I mean, like, the guys I'm playing, I was playing with Buddy Rice, Indy 500 champion, um, and uh, two other guys that are on my team, like the team manager and stuff. And they're like, maybe you shouldn't hit yet because you've been hitting some pretty long balls. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, they've all been going right. Like, I'll never hit it straight. Like, I never hit it straight. So there's a group in front of us on the green. 
And sure enough, I miss a one <laughs> and it's going at this, the green. I'm like, Oh boy. And all of a sudden you see like the guy standing on the green, just kind of like step back and like, Whoa, like whatever. And I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Like, of course, but dude, yeah, I'll, I'll hit up on you for sure. If you're slow and dude, that, that's the best feeling when you hit it, somebody's on the green and you drive the green and you're just on the tee, like, Hey, sorry, sorry. I hit long balls. Dude, it, sorry was, I hit bombs. It, it was, I mean, they they I came up and they were like, all right, you know, it's fine, no worries, because they were impressed. Yeah. Um, they just didn't see that I three putted then. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know yeah. that. All right, man. Well, uh, have a good weekend. Thanks for doing this, and I'll see you soon. All right, thanks, Ty. Yeah, man.